Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. And the Music of America podcast continues. We're in Norwalk, Connecticut. We're going to talk to Dimitri Santamaria and a band called Cosmic Error. He's going to introduce you to all his band members, and we'll talk about their unique sound. You know, you meet, you fall in love, you commit to each other. That's the easy part. Somehow, after two years or so, though, things start to be challenging. Emotions and flair have waned. You disagree more, feel disillusioned at times. This is the period of disappointment that can last a long time, even years. That's usually when couples seek out therapists to help learn better communication skills. Two years after Forever, a relationship workbook is dedicated to help couples find that effective communication. This guidebook, sort of a how-to book, teaches you some skills to learn about communication deficiencies that likely exist, but better. It offers exercises to improve those skills and be better communicators, better partners. Two years after Forever, it's not a self-help book. It's a workbook. You have to do the work. And if you do these exercises together and apply the lessons learned, you will absolutely see a difference in all your relationships, particularly lasting into the future like forever. Two years after forever, author Mike Pollard, 30-year therapist, is the author. Two years after forever at twoyearsafterforever.com and available at Amazon today and forever. Dimitri Santamaria and Cosmic Error. Dimitri, hi, how you doing? And how are things in Norwalk, hi, Tom, Connecticut? Doing well, man. Been in the looking forward to this interview because you've got such an interesting sound in this band Cosmic Error. So let, let's let's run through the the artists that comprise Cosmic Error, and then we'll talk about your concept of of music and what the music is and how you kind of define that. So let's uh, get uh, Kyler White on vocals, and then you take it from there. Yes, it was uh, the list of the cacophony of the musicians that make up Cosmic Error are uh, Kyler White on the vocals, that's the front man. We have H.G. Seward on the drums, making all those rhythmic noises. We also have Lenny Branch, who's a percussionist as well, who's been recruited more recently. We have uh, Nelly on tab, who, who does some really righteous riffs on the guitar. And we have uh, Marcus McPherson, who is... Uh, master of the melodies on the piano and then you have me the bass player Dimitri and we have a few extra horn players you know we have a, a trumpet player whose um, name is Austin uh, Trump Trumpetta we also have Eric Salamone who is um, the uh, trumpet player no the trombone sorry trombone and we have uh, this man named Pellegrini on the saxophone and like I said, we have multiple other musicians who come in and out because we just want to keep just making this blend of sounds like as of recently because of all that, um, because that delay was actually I had a, a one, uh, two musicians, one was on the auto harp and the other one was on the theremin and we were working on a new song together. Wow. And do you do your recording in Connecticut? Do you have your own studio or what do you do? I mean, it's it. We have we have our own spot. It's it's called Haviland Studios, but there's multiple places around Connecticut we check out. And for me, I mostly do like 
a uh, guerrilla recording. It's like I find a place and I have my recorder and my handheld recorder. I record for a minute or two with the musicians. Then we go back into the professional setting, you know? I got you. So tell me what cosmic, how would you define, because I'm trying hard to define it myself, you know, cosmic air. What is your sound? It sounds like fusion, sounds like jazz, but it also sounds like alternative and also sounds like something I've not heard before. <laughs> well, then I'm doing what I, what the intended purpose of it was. <laughs> what I like to do, <laughs> yeah, what I like to do is I just like to, I like to keep blending all these because we all, all of the musicians that are in there, as, as stated, since there's so many, we all come from a multitude of different backgrounds. Uh-huh. And so we just, and we just all come together and we put our own little piece in there. Some blues, some jazz, some hip hop, some, some rock, some alternative, some definitely that. But I like to, I like to think, I like to um, say that cosmic error in, in the way that I've been shaping it is a blend of progressive rock and hip hop. Okay. I mean, you, you, you hear the, the jazz that I hear, right? The horns do so yeah. much and it's almost a, a, a half beat behind scat kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. There's, I, I like, I like the, um, it's, it's almost like, it's, it's almost like an onion. There's so many layers in it, but I like to make it so simple that people will hear it and they'll be catchy and there'll be like extra little parts in the background. And then, you know, it just, it's just, it's, it's, it's sound, it's music. It's fun to just keep creating. Yeah. Do, uh, and because it's, it's all evolving and ever changing when we hear that thing we do, does it always sound the same or is it going to sound different every time I hear it? Uh, well, when you catch it, like, uh, it, on the recording, it will, will it would, it would always like, we, we thought, okay, that's the way it'll sound. Mm-hmm. And that's the way people will have it go, but we could definitely change it up live. Like sometimes I remember one time we were doing it and we actually broke out in the middle to a sort of rendition of a Bismarcky beat pop. Oh, wow. And then the horn started <laughs> coming in. Oh yeah. We were like that thing. And then we came back in with the rest of the band and it was, it was very, very fun. Oh, fun. Who, uh, who, like who puts your music together? Do you write it? Do you compose it? Does, does Marcus help you? Does HG help? Do you do it all yourself or what? Well, I usually spearhead the operation and then I just tell them, um, Hey, if, since you guys are more adept and the drums and the piano, um, I let them, I let them sort of take a bit of free range, but you know, they're, they're both very, 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 um, they're, they're, they're pretty well versed in their fields. Mm -hmm. So most of the time I'm composing it and then I just put forth the idea, you know, it's like almost like building a house, like the foundations there. Mm -hmm. And then from there we start putting the siding on and the walls and the electrical starts working and, you know, toilets, (laughs) that's the way I like to view it. You know, it's like, it's like, I, I, I have a couple of chords and I, I, I go through the, the grimoire of theory books and I start to be like, okay, this will sound good or this will sound good. Or I have an idea I've had years ago or decades ago. And I'm like, okay, cool. Because, you know, Nellion and I were actually in a band together and, you know, a lot of the stuff they were like, Hey, we had all this old like riffs and things like that. And I was like, yeah, I just took a little piece here and put it here. And then they would say to me, oh, that's why it sounds familiar. I was like, yeah, <laughs> I, <Wow. have> <laughs> I, I would imagine that this is challenging and fun for artists, for the musicians, because it's so interesting and it's so different. 
it's got to be, like I said, challenging, but at the same time, exciting. Oh, yes. Oh, I always like to, I always like to bring the spontaneity to the group. I'm like, all right, guys, now let's play it this way or let's do let's do. How about like, you know, it, like 19 and, and you know, 19 and four, uh, and four or something like that. Right. And let's make this a waltz. What? <laughs> yeah. Crazy times. Oh, man. If, if I could if I could have them all to get together. Actually, I have I have been talking with the Norwalk Gaming Symphony Orchestra about trying to produce a waltz. But that's a, a whole wow. other that's going to take a minute. But oh, I definitely yeah. want to do that. That's in the that's in the foreseeable future, because, you know, life's good when you got like some sort of orchestral waltz or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> now, when Kyler gets his assignment. Are the lyrics just written out and he comes up with the music based on the sound that's being produced? Or is there an actual vocal track melody that you've already written that goes hand in hand with the piano, with the bass, with the horns? Or do they all kind of amalgamate, you know, like Kyler, here are the words, but I want I want you to come up with a melody that fits this sound or what? Literally, what you just said is literally how every other song is on there. Like some of the most most of the most of the lyrics actually for all the songs that are usually composed i already have lyrics played out and everything else like that and the uh-huh. melodies and everything else like that but it's just easier it's whatever is easier for i wouldn't necessarily say easier but it's like the way that i put the the way that i put them down the lyrics match the melodies relatively like they're 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 to the they're to the t and they give kyler little or, or like free range sort of and then he, uh, he's also well versed in freestyling and he's also a very soulful singer himself so i make sure to like amplify that i'm like i cannot I, with my compositions i can't match what he does vocally but right. i would like to say hey here take this idea and exacerbate it or make it like you know shorten it length it something like that and and you know nine times out of ten he comes up with something that completely blows me out of the water that's so cool well um because the music is so different and because it's so interesting i want to play typically we talk up to the song then we play the song and we move on to the next one but what i want to do is i want to play that thing we do we'll come back i'll do a, a quick little plug and then i want to talk about the construction of the song and how that came about then we'll do the same with Bubbles and Pegasus, okay? Sound good? Okay. All right, so we're going to listen to this great. first. This is the first song from Cosmic Air, and the song is called That Thing We Do.
cosmic error with a song called that thing we do and we're going to be back to talking to dimitri santamaria about how that song was built and what the different elements mean are you a 30 watt amp guy i have both a 50 and a 100 watt amp but this 30 from landry amps beats them both it's the ls30 comes from bill landry taking that lower gain section of his distortion channel and made one channel low wattage EL34 powered amplifier. Then he divided that one channel into two with a shared tone stack. Add a few switches for brightness, separate gain controls, master volumes, and bam, the LS30 from Landry Amps, all with the goodness of an EL34. The clean channel can transition from beautifully clean to slightly distorted, while the distortion channel has two levels of gain for both rhythm or lead all operated with a foot switch. Plus, it features tube buffered effects loops and reverb. All this and barely over 25 pounds. Amazing. The LS30 from Landry Amps. Check them out at Landry Amps. They have a YouTube channel where you can see the full array of Landry Amps, or you can just check them out on their website at LandryAmps.com. That's www.LandryAmps.com. Dimitri Santamaria from Cosmic Era with us on the Music of America podcast. We just listened to a song that thing we do, and it sounded like a machine with a lot of moving parts. So tell us about that song and how that was basically built. So, so I do love my machines, but right. <laughs> so, so my, my thing is I actually really enjoy making danceable music. And so I just thought, all right, that's like the first half of that song is very danceable. You know, I believe the, the verse. And then the chorus just goes into this. It has this nice reggae ska feel, as you could tell. Yeah. And then it goes into the very rocky sort of vibe that, that, I, that I made it into. And that's what you're striving for. You're striving for a variety of melody or a variety of sound in one song, right? Because it seemed like, to me, again, to me, it seemed like the horns really have a good blend. I said jazz, but ska is probably a better way of putting it, a good blend of jazz and ska. But the vocals on top of that seemed like it was just going an entirely different direction at times. And like, it it was just really hard for me to to track that because I'm conditioned to hearing music in a more traditional way, right? Sometimes it's good to break tradition. Well, that's right. So if that's the goal here, then you have accomplished that, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we're all good. (laughs) There you go. And I checked you guys out. You guys seem to be busy. You seem like you're playing a lot of places, man. So there's got to be a a good market for something like that. So I guess my question is, when you're doing something that's that unique in the music world, what's the following like are they mostly musicians are they friends and family or are they people who are just say hey, man let's go check this new sound out or what well it's been it, it's been a swarm of all that of uh-huh. just people, musicians fellow musicians coming to check us out with their friends just random bystanders coming to hear some hear some noise and it's just like everybody's been happy enough swinging by you know yeah and I usually do a, I usually do I usually do a, a sociological experiment where I count out who does what and I have my little tabs and notes of like, okay, did you come like were you were you here of your own volition or did you just come here to check it out? Like and it's been the demographic of it more has been just like you know, people like people like about twenty percent of them catching like 
from word of mouth and the other like there's another 40 percent that is like a completely unknown and they're compl- they they really enjoy what we're doing and then yeah. the other variable being like they just want they just want the free gift at the end of the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're here for the swag man that's it <laughs> well i was thinking that that would really be a musician's kind of music like there's a jazz fest i'm in burlington vermont and there's a jazz fest up here first week in june every year uh, you know, pre and post COVID, obviously not during COVID, but I like to go to where the jazz musicians go because they are going to hear who they like, you know? So when you've got these really good jazz musicians showing up here and they go see maybe the, uh, the grip funk band or Dwight and Nicole, then, you know, the musicians are there watching those musicians, you know, that those guys are good. I was wondering if that would make up a, or I guess I was thinking that would make up a good component of your audience, the musicians that are coming to hear this. It's almost like an experimental style of music. Yes. Complete. Yes. Yes. That is what I was aiming for. <laughs> <laughs> and where do you play? Do you play at dance clubs? Do you play at nightclubs? Do you play at festivals? Where do you guys, because it seems like you're, you're uh, like I said, you're booking a lot of shows. So yesterday we actually were marching in a parade. so yeah um most of the time most of the time i i do all the booking for us so Uh i just usually like catch a couple places it's mostly been like uh venues and such and and a couple festivals too i i i enjoy playing the festivals yeah there's just so much there's just so much action you know other than there's just so much going on and i like Part of me, you know, just as in like all that stuff that's going on, I kind of, I kind of enjoy the chaos and the music. <laughs> when, when there's a cosmic error show, what are we looking at? Are we looking at an hour and a half of music. We're looking at forty-five minutes and a break. Forty-five minutes. We're we looking at three hours. What are we doing on a cosmic error show? Oh, whatever the allotted time is, we'll give you every second of that. Yeah. What do you guys like to play? Which are like your favorite kind of venue? Because I gotta, I gotta, I gotta equate for everybody because you know the the horn section they have they have the they have lip fatigue and everything else like that and, uh-huh. you know but as long as everybody's properly hydrated and you got some small snacks for a quick you know in between songs I think we can go a good solid you know two to three hours. Wow, wow, <laughs> it's really amazing to be able to do what you I mean, guys like, do. Like I said, since there's a lot of us, we all have this repertoire, and then we figure out all together. And mm-hmm. but like I think. But like I, I always, I, I actually enjoy like the good forty-five minute shows because it's like it's quick, it's like yeah. bam, it's like it's it's like you can really, it's like the time crunch, and it's like you know you have to like, like like not not like it's not like saying that you have to play this, but it's like you know you have like at least forty-five minutes to an hour to kick, go up there, kick some butt, and leave people wanting more. Exactly what I was thinking. We had 45 minutes. You can go in there and do your best work and tight and just go bam, bam, bam. And so knock, people over, and tell, yeah. knock people over before they even know what hit them, you know? As a, oh, yeah. That's that's my favorite type. <laughs> <laughs> Demetri, you seem to run really, up, hit him again. All right, yeah. let's go. Pack it up. Mission's over. That's fun. You seem to really enjoy this, uh, this whole concept. So I'm guessing you've been in music for a long time. Yeah, quite some time. What'd you do before this? I started. I I I started playing the um, upright bass when I was seven because I actually was joking with my 
with a with a teacher. Um, I, I didn't have music classes when I was when I was in elementary school, but uh-huh. I joked with him and said I wanted to play the electric triangle. And he said, oh, OK, you want to joke? He said, get over there and play the play the upright bass. And so he let me play it. And I started learning from there. That's amazing. And you're seven. And then I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just, <laughs> I'm picturing this little seven-year-old kid with like a five and a half foot, you know, uh, stand-up bass or something. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I, I like I like I said I I I I I incite challenge. Let's go. Come on. You want to? You think I can't do this? Let's go. I'll I'll prove you wrong or or oh well. I tried. <laughs> And then from stand-up base to where you are now, what what were the other steps that got you to here to Cosmic Error? That's a journey. <laughs> but did you do like a high school band kind of thing? Did you? And by by that I don't mean band in high school. I meant like you were in a band while you're in your high school years, or did you do both? Yes. Um. Yes, I did. I did. I did. Um. I created a high school band with uh my 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 guitar player now Nellion. Who, mm-hmm. who we made this band called uh, Shipwrecked, and our first show was actually at a little boat club under a little canopy with like some little amplifiers and and a drum, and we we were just going to town. And then we're like, all right, cool, we can meet here, practice, and figure out what's going on. And from there, I was just making, you know, I would just I would just learn different instruments, and then go on and try to do more stuff with that. And then over time, I just you know things got busy, and then I was like, it was more recently back in the twenty area i was like just like all right i don't i need to like slow down on maybe music or something else like that and then you know i i had i was dealt a pretty crushing blow because i was actually playing music with my friend uh eric and in his house because he couldn't actually play music but he could you know write and uh he had passed on and i just kind of took that as like uh yeah i just got to keep going now so just a side note, while you were telling that story, do you see the irony here that the first place you played as a band called Shipwrecked was a boathouse? <laughs> oh, I, oh, it was completely on purpose. And my last name being Santa Maria, I was like, oh, this is, this is three types right here. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I grew up in St. Louis. And when uh, A.J. Cervantes was the mayor of St. Louis, he brought the Santa Maria to St. Louis, a French city. And he brought in the Santa Maria because uh, he wanted to bring in a a touristy thing or something. But (laughs) anyway, just an interesting side. I didn't think about that. By the way, the Santa Maria in St. Louis sunk. Horrible. (laughs) Well, look, I might have that last name, but I ain't sinking anytime soon. There you go. That's too funny. Okay, well, tell me about Bubbles. The next song we're going to listen to is called Bubbles, and uh, it it was as interesting to me as the thing we do. So who or what is Bubbles or are Bubbles or whatever? Uh, Bubbles is actually, it was was for, it was actually for our drummer owns an axolotl that has a pink underwater salamander. And okay. because the bubbles kept coming out of there, the, the name was Bubbles. I said, you know what? I'm going to write a song about bubbles. That's too funny. That's just for you because, and you know, the lyrics sort of relate to being trapped inside of a, 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 inside of a, inside of a cave. But in this, in this particular case, the bubbles is a glass enclosure and it can't leave or else it, you know, unless, unless it dies. And it feels, I felt the isolation of bubbles would be all like, okay, I can't really, 
do anything or like much like other than just kind of stand there and look cute. That's funny. So I said, yeah, <laughs> I'll write it for you, Bubbles. I got you, Bub. I got you, Bub. I got <laughs> Hilarious. We're going to give that a listen to. This is Cosmic Air, our guest today, and uh, Dimitri Santa Maria from Norwalk, Connecticut, on the Music of America podcast. Again, this song, Bubbles.
Bubbles with Cosmic Air, and I'm your host, Tom Pollard, on the Music of America podcast. I have a custom-made, handmade acoustic guitar I named Margaret. She has the tonal quality of a name-brand high-end guitar. This baby fits my hand perfectly with a mahogany neck, glides easily when I play it, but what I love most is that low-end sustain, okay? Well, she was built for me by Joe Mendel of Joe Mendel's Frets, one of our sponsors here in the Music of America. A maple bridge and fretboard, veneer, zircote headstock, but I think it's the spruce body that really gives it its resonance and that sustain. She's beautiful looking, sounds beautiful, and named her after my girlfriend because she's beautiful looking, sounds beautiful. A custom-made guitar made just for me from Joe Mendel's Frets, www.joemendelsfrets.com. So besides the bass, Dimitri, do you play other instruments? Uh, yes. Should I list it off? Yeah, let's hear what you play. Okay, so pretty, 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 uh, let's see, let's see. Uh, we got harmonica, we got guitar, we got bass, we got uh, bongos, we got banjo, we have synthesizers, uh, let's see, we have also the tongue drums, uh, I can do the dulcimer. Uh, should I continue? No, that's that's a quite a laundry list of variety too. You know, you're not just a string instrument. You're not just a percussionist. You just do about everything. Sounds like. <laughs> do you get a chance well, to just, work just, all those instruments into Cosmic Era? Yeah, I just yeah, I just like. I mean, I like to learn. So I mean, I was just all like, hey, there's a bunch of other instruments around the world other than one. I could just keep learning. Oh, and I did learn the electric triangle, so take that. <laughs> take that to your music teacher, right? <laughs> <laughs> take that. I did learn it. What uh, what music do, do you listen to when you're not listening to your own music? Um, I actually really enjoy um, some smooth, mellow jazz. Yeah. Who's some of your and then I then I immediately then I immediately turn over to like rock and roll like classic rock and roll like Zeppelin Sabbath uh-huh. and you know I, I I really enjoy the work of the Talking Heads. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you talking Talking Heads and David Byrne solo work, or just Talking Heads collectively, or what? I mean, Talking Heads and and I mean I, like Tom Tom Club. Yeah, I really yeah. like their stuff. Yeah. And then there's again, I just like I, I, I keep going off and whatever like I, I, I like I said, I enjoy sounds, whatever it is. So whatever somebody throws at me, I'm like, I'll give it a listen. I won't like oh I don't want to listen to it because I don't want to listen to it. I'll listen to pop, I'll listen to rock, I'll listen to polka music. My dog uh-huh. listens to polka music, so I might as well. He's he's a he's a dachshund, so I said, Okay, cool. We had a dachshund. That's cool. So uh no, uh Naleon, you've known seems like for almost forever, right? Yeah, Nellion, yeah. Nellion, sorry, Nellion. And uh, because you've known each other for so long and you're in this band together, do you guys hang out together? I guess is my I, first yeah, question. I, as much as I would love to, but again, life is life, life keeps us so far apart except for the music. Uh-huh. So I, I always try to find the time and they always try to find the time, but it just gets so... It's so hectic because our schedules are so are so different. Because I I my my current job is a mailman. Oh really? I, that was going to ask. Does everybody have a job outside of Cosmic Era? Yes. Okay. 
<laughs> and even if they don't, I will say yes for them. <laughs> <laughs> to, to passport the goodwill that they hopefully they get a job there we go well it's just again it's such a unique sound and such a unique idea what you're doing I, I don't know that there's that big of a demand for it right now that you guys can just be cosmic error and be touring you know the east coast the west coast the midwest go down to south america hit europe you know maybe maybe just not yet how long has Cosmic Error been together as the group, the actual group Cosmic Error? 2019. 2019. So, hey, let's start up a band. Great. COVID. Boom. Well, yeah, right? no, it was before. It was before it was me and, and, and Eric. And then, like I said, it just sort of like surmised into that. And then, like, I just kept going. Uh -huh. And then that's when I found HG was 2021. And then I was like, oh, shoot, COVID's over. Let's let's kick ass. <laughs> and then you took off. Yeah. I mean, that's funny, but a lot of people I've talked to in this podcast, that's exactly what happened with them too. Like COVID hit them. It's like getting a gut punch. And when they came back, they came roaring back. And there's so many people that are just doing so much more business now and doing so many more shows now than they did pre COVID. And I wonder if having that break just gave everybody a chance to evaluate, do I really want to do this? And if I'm going to do this then I'm going to commit to it. And they worked on that commitment. So when COVID was lifted, they came back and, they're just in so much more demand or is it the other way that people were so starved for live music that after COVID was lifted or, or whatever, we you know we got on the other side of COVID we'll say that uh, people are just going out to hear more music because they weren't able to for so long. What do you think as a musician? What do you think? I'm, 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 I'm on both sides of that because yeah. I feel like that's one side. Yeah. It's like people, if you're stuck inside for too long, any amount of stimulation will be great. And the other part of it is like, you know, it's like you have all that time, which was an undetermined amount of time, but you have time to hone your skills and be like, all right, I'm ready. When the time comes, I'm like to, to, to lift all, lift all the, lift all the issues of, of COVID happening. Mm -hmm. You just come out swinging. There you go. Now, the last song we're going to listen to, this is kind of different because this is not our typical format. And for those who don't know, we ask the artists that come on the Music of America podcast to submit three pieces of their work. We can listen to them. I get a feel for what the music is. So I come from a background of some experience of their particular song, but somehow we got wires crossed or something and I didn't get Pegasus. I got a different song. So I have no idea what this song is about. And uh, so, Dimitri, I'm going to have to ask you to walk me through what we're about to hear and what the story is about Pegasus, how it came about, and how that ties in with the music that we're going to be hearing with the song. Do you follow that? I follow that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, the song itself, Pegasus. So, we, you mentioned to me once that... Uh, like the thing we do is about air or you, you bring the elements into your songs, I guess. Bubbles is a, yeah. a water song. And the thing we do is an air kind of song. So Pegasus is fire. Yeah. How so? So I, 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 I because, well, mostly because the, the thematics of the lyrics, because the, the lyrics are actually dedicated to uh, my friend, Marcel Fontaine was of 17 years and they actually died uh last year in a fire oh my goodness 
and they were a really big supporter of my music and everything else like that. And while I was making the framework for Pegasus, they just t- kept always telling me, you know, they, that they, they really, really like this song. So I said, okay, fine. Then that's yours. It'll be yours. And then, you know, the series of events played out and now it is definitely their song. So what are we hearing in the lyrics that relate to the Pegasus and how does the Pegasus relate to fire and how does this go full circle? It's, it's, it's the fact that Pegasus is the, is, is the, they, they really, really enjoyed horses. And uh-huh. so a Pegasus can fly and your spirit can fly. You know, it can be free from whatever uh, tribulations you're suffering from. So when you're gone, for example, in his case, he, he met his demise through fire, but he can still fly through the Pegasus. Yes. The spirit of the Pegasus. Interesting. Let's listen to that and let's see what we get out of that. And then we want to talk about where we can see you. Okay. Okay. All right. Cosmic error and the song called Pegasus.
You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America. And that was Pegasus with Dimitri Santamaria from Cosmic Error. What an exciting and fun and interesting new sound you're bringing to the world, man. I love it. Uh, this is the segment of the show we call Shameless Self-Promotion. So please plug away. Tell us where we can hear you, see you, buy your merch, buy your songs, buy your CDs. Help support Cosmic Error. Tell us where we can do that. Well, the best part about that is most of it, most of it is like independently fran- franchise stuff through me. So if you want to just directly contact me, I will gladly send you a t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> or you go to a show and you can get a free gift. You know, we have free gifts at the end of every show. Fun. I can't say what it is because like you have to go to the show or else it ruins a surprise. But okay. <laughs> but uh, the next shows we have coming up are, I believe, hang on a second here. Let me check my calendar. All right, found it. Um, we have up next, we have August 18th at the Pink Room in Norwalk, Connecticut. And then we have the Bridgeport Jazz Fest, which is August 19th. That is that. And then we have uh, Park City Music Hall in Black Rock, Connecticut. And then we have in September 19th, I believe, we have the Multiverse Exposition Festival, which is in Bethel, Connecticut. And then we have the Norwalk Oyster Festival, September 10th. Oh, how fun. How fun. And then right after that, we're going to take, we're, 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 we're taking a break from the shows to work on new music. Because as you can tell, I'm, I, I've, I've got more musicians coming in like by the day to make more stuff and compose more things. And I also have uh, an, a few ideas for the videos. I just need to get, find the time to grab everybody together. Gotcha. And they, you said that they could contact you to get information. Cosmic Error, I found on Facebook. You don't have a website yet, but that is that a good place to find you is uh, oh, Facebook? Yes, yes, uh, yes we do. Uh, we, we actually do have a website. Oh, okay. And what's the website? It is called sackofsinsentertainment.com. Sack like a, a sack of potatoes, but like instead of... Like sack of potatoes. But instead of potatoes, it's sin? Yes. <laughs> Sack of Sin Entertainment? 
dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Okay, cool. Demetrius has been fun, man. And uh, I wish you guys all the luck in the world. And uh, I hope the world is ready for Demetrius Santa Maria, man. <laughs> I'm here, man. It's been great. Hello, world. Hello, world. Here Hi, mom. <laughs> Hi, mom. <laughs> I have to do it. <laughs> okay. That's Dimitri Santa Maria from Cosmic Air and the Music of America podcast. Next up, we travel to West Hartford, Connecticut, and we're going to meet with David Kennan.